Hello, this is Let's Finally Watch It, a movie podcast where one or both of us finally watch a movie that you probably saw a million years ago. I'm Lauren Blair Donovan. And I'm Clark Knows. And today we are watching Never Been Kissed, which I have seen, you have not. And this is our second to last movie, I think, before we can watch not another teen movie, before all the references oh, are right. kind of baked in. Okay. If I'm yeah. not mistaken, but I'm pretty sure yeah. we only have our city blues after this. Man, at this at this point... This better be a good movie. I, I think you'll like okay, that yeah. routine movie. There's, I don't mind parody. The cast is fun, too. Like the, right. It's a good cast, so yeah. if nothing else. Chris Evans. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Before he was Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was my introduction to him, at least. Because I just watched him. I think my introduction was um, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Hmm. Yeah, nice. way back when. I just saw that recently for Valentine's Day, so. <laughs> <laughs> but... So you've uh, never seen it. I've never seen it. How? Because you're a big Drew Barry, Barrymore yeah, yeah. fan. So how I did this? I can it. take guesses, but how did it escape you? Mm, when did it come out? Ninety nine. Yeah, just I. I just don't think. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's just a movie I didn't get dragged to. Mm-hmm. I was watching a lot of movies at this time. Right. I was a regular. I, this time I was president of the film club. Um, but I also was focusing on movies that I hadn't seen. Yeah. You know, I was probably watching Eraserhead around this time. So I don't think I was necessarily watching anything that was in the theaters, mm-hmm. too. Piece of, piece of shit. You know, it was kind of like, I don't feel like laughing or whatever. <laughs> um, oh, teen angst. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I just, I just kind of just, yeah, I didn't get to it. Fair it enough. It was more of, it was like more of my like sister's movie, mm-hmm. I guess. And anything that my sister liked, I didn't like. That's quite the sibling dynamic. Yeah, That's yeah. pretty evergreen. So that yeah. checks out. Yeah. But um, what about you? When did you see it? First? I may have seen it in real time. I don't okay. think I saw it in the theaters, but I think I saw it within a year or two after mm. it was released. I don't think I saw it much after. The movie does have its problems, for okay. sure. Mm-hmm. There are things that have... We're probably not great then, but have definitely aged worse. Mm. But it is a charming as fuck cast. And not just because of Drew Barrymore, but honestly, I don't think there's a weak link in it. I think mm-hmm. everyone's pretty great. And there's some people in it who you're going to be surprised to see. Oh, okay. uh, People who uh, we've actually referenced in re- recent episodes. And I had to keep my mouth hmm. zipped because uh, you don't know this person's in it because they were not famous yet, but they are in it and there's SNL alum and there is um, uh, people before they were kind of, they were out there, but maybe not as famous as they are now. Sure. And there's actually a side character that did not necessarily grow up to be super famous, um, but he, he's he been a working actor and he has the best story about one of the people in this movie that he told on TikTok mm. that I'm going to share with you after we watch it. Because okay, sure. it is, I know that will work. I don't know if you're going to like this movie or not. I think mm-hmm. you'll appreciate parts of it, but you will love the story that okay. he told. I know that. So okay. I'm excited for that part. Okay. So it's don't a, build it up too much. I won't. Yeah. I won't. But mm-hmm. this is, 
I know your feelings on who mm-hmm. he's talking about. So um, I feel mm-hmm. good about it. But cool. Yeah, this I, I genuinely cannot predict. <laughs> I don't think you're going to love, 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 love. But I don't know if you'll hate or if you'll be like, mm-hmm. mm, I liked it. But this, that and the other. I, I, yeah. I, I can't. And after what we've learned from recent rom-coms, ugh, apparently. Is it I a rom-com? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. it is actually. Um, That's fine. She doesn't like date a high schooler, right? No. Okay. No. Thank you. Oh, wait. Is Luke Wilson in it? No. Fuck. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know who else is in it. I just mm-hmm. know Drew Barrymore then. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut yeah. so you can be surprised. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't even think I have much else to say in the preview unless you have uh, questions. This can maybe be a, short, um, a preview review potentially. I just remember. I don't want to give anything away. Josie Grossy? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, like, oh. it's her nickname. Well. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. imagine a mother is mm-hmm. not going to name someone <laughs> Josie Grossy. Right. Um, but yeah, like, uh, that's about all I know about it. Uh, Justin Long is in it, maybe? Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. High school? Uh, it takes place in a high school. She's like an undercover cop that has to go to high school or something? You're almost right. I will let okay. the movie fill in the blanks, but okay. you're, you're not far. You're, you're on I the right like, track. Because I do like 21 Jump Street. I've never seen that actually. Yeah, that one's a good. Um, it's it's pretty funny. I love Channing Tatum, mm. uh, and he is so funny in it. And Jonah Hill, of course. I love but, Jonah Hill. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. that's a it's a good cast. Maybe that should be yeah. on our list then. Ice Cube's in it. I love Ice Cube, both as an actor yes. and mm-hmm. as a rapper. He's yeah. maybe my favorite rapper. I don't yeah. know. I can't pick, but he was. He was I'm so like good in that, yeah. the weird punk metal post punk girl that loves. 90s mm-hmm. and some 80s rap and hip-hop yeah. so hard well i always so say hard. i always say that 90s hip-hop is more goth than a lot of goth you were even things. saying that about yeah. bone thugs and harmony which yeah, is bone definitely thugs, my yeah. favorite rap group of mm-hmm. all time yeah i saw them both live in the same concert with snoop dog that's Ice crazy Cube, yeah. snoop and bone thugs yeah. and snoop has a lot of goth but yeah bone thugs yeah. are all about death see you at the mm-hmm. crossroads how yeah. many days until you die like it's they're very yeah, that's a great. Yeah, point. and uh, but anyways, going back to it, I don't. Yeah, I so okay, cool. I I feel like I kind of get the gist of it, but also just the time period. I'm like it. it yeah, this could either I might either love this concept or hate it. Uh, but we'll there's see. problems, but there's charm for we'll, sure. We'll just. Yeah, yeah, that's the way I'm going to wrap that up, I think. Okay, it's yeah. It's the fairest disclaimer I can give. Okay, I know this is really <laughs> short, but like, do you want to just watch it? Yeah, then? let's just watch okay. it. Okay, Sometimes yeah. we don't have to say a lot. <laughs> okay, We'll be yeah, back in well, a flash, guys. Okay, bye, guys. And we are back, and Clark has seen Never Been Kissed. Let's unpack it. Let's unpack it. It is... It, it's so insane. <laughs> it's I've, pretty bonkers, yeah. Like, from the get-go, like, the thing... I, I mean, I'm trying to think, like, oh... I mean, I get it. Listen, every <laughs> movie has some suspension of disbelief. This was just a There's lot. a lot. There's a, quite a few things you have like, to suspend, for emotion, sure. Emotionally, mm-hmm. even. Logistically. Logistically. Um, how even do, some plot points are yeah. like just unrealistic but so let's get to it <laughs> um so basically the plot is drew barrymore mm-hmm. is a copywriter mm-hmm. she had a bad so this is a 
I, I, this was a delightful movie. I liked it. It was fun. I, I'm surprised I had, you found it fun, actually, in a what? way, because I thought you weren't having a good time at one point. I couldn't tell. Oh, I mean, but like, it was. I don't think it's definitely not my cup of I, tea. <laughs> like mean, I liked Mean Girls a whole lot better than this. Well, Mean Girls is way more sane. Yeah, to be yeah. Fair. yeah so it's this, in this world. <laughs> yeah. So the, the but the issue that I do mm-hmm. have with it, and mm-hmm. that probably took me out a little bit of with it, is the whole like. I've never been like I feel like it was a hat on a hat. Mm-hmm. Like I know that it was like okay, she gets to redo high school, yeah, because she was a nerd, yeah, or and she's whatever, trying to get validation doing it again. Sure, yeah, and but like the thing is that her character was always already you could have <laughs> made a movie without the whole high school thing, and it yes. still would have been crazy. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, or it would have been, a, or it could have just been a movie. Well, what struck me more as an adult when I've seen this is because um, I saw this as a literal teenager, and so I was like, "Sure, this is sure." Sometimes, like, this is just who you are in life. But like, I'm so curious about what Josie did at college. Yeah, like the- it's fine to still be kind of square. It's fine to not be like a smooth operator. It's fine to be socially awkward. But like there was such limited growth from high school to mm-hmm. 25. Right. That that is a little curious. And even her explaining the never been kissed thing. She's like, no, I've kissed guys, but I've never had a magical kiss. I've never yeah. kissed my soulmate. And it's like, well, okay, but you don't until you do. I, even, the wording of that is just so confusing to me because I'm still not sure what the hell she's really talking about. I, exactly. Is she a virgin? Has she just never had a good kiss? Has she yeah. only kissed guys to kiss them, but never like them? Like, I don't, um, I want to be on her side. I'm for late bloomers. They shouldn't be shamed. Everyone has their own journey. I just don't understand what the journey entirely is. I know. And exactly. And that's what I mean about yes. the, like, I mean, this could have been called 30 year old virgin or, or 25 yeah. year old virgin or whatever. Right, how old she right. is in the movie. Like it wasn't. Yeah, it just it there there there's something like yeah, missing with that. It was just like, okay. I I mean, I think what it is is like it the speed that they got to the high school. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't get to see her outside of high. We got to see her more in high school than outside of it. Yeah, it was just kind of it was kind of weird. Yeah. It was it was just weird, yeah. It's also interesting to me that she's 25 because I always assumed she was 28-ish, give or take. Yeah. Only because this is in 1999, the class of 1999, and they're making 80s, 80s. references. So I'm like this exactly. must have been 89. And like we've talked a lot in our real friendship about how like like the early 90s are a lot like the 80s. Mm-hmm. Like it's not automatically what we consider to be the mm-hmm. 90s. I think we've talked about it on the podcast also, actually, now right. that I'm thinking about it. But like that Cindy Lauper song, that Pat Benatar song, those are from the 80s, if I'm not mistaken. Exactly. That's not 1990 or 91. And, and you know what? And actually, those are early 80s even. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, you're I, right. Um, yeah. Like Cindy Lauper. I mean, that's those are those are like 82, 83. Yeah. So like if there if those were current songs and I think it was just a shoehorn is this before or after the wedding singer? 
I think it's I a year later because I think later. I think Wedding Singer was ninety eight. I'm okay. pretty sure, and I think I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's insane. That I I feel like they were still trying to go after that pastiche. Maybe that like they're I and don't I know. I don't know. And it's so funny because the end of the nineties were so bubblegum because it was the land mm-hmm. of boy bands. Yeah. And like pop princesses and like scantily clad outfits and pastels and this, that, and the other. It would have been a fine juxtaposition to show the grunge era. Yeah. Because that's closer to what she would have been. Because mine is seven years. Went that 92. Am I doing math right? Exactly. But it is harder in the 2000s. I don't think I would have been able to make fun of, like, in 2008, I don't think I would have been able to make fun of. Th- oh, I guess maybe I could. Yeah, never mind. Okay. Yeah. And I don't so, even know if it's like making fun. I think it's just showing yeah. a different era. Yeah. You can always make fun <clears throat> of a different era. Right. That's over. Like, yeah. it's not even necessarily punching down or bad. It's just like, oh, this used to be different. Yeah. And so if we're using that as a frame of reference, and also you have to look at her dress that she was mm-hmm. wearing when uh, when she originally went to the prom when she was actually mm-hmm. in high school. That was an 80s, solidly 80s. But I do, okay, I do have memories. I had some friends who had older sisters that were like 10 years older. So like when I was eight, they were going to the prom. And I had cousins also. And I, that were like a great deal older. I do remember that shiny material Mm -hmm. having its day for a while into the 90s. The style felt very 80s, but the material... Well, the side ponytail. But she also, but she also was a nerd and not keeping up with the fashion trends. So I do wonder if she was a step behind. I get it. Or it, she could it's have not been clear if that's what state. they're doing. It's not clear, but yeah. that is a possible argument. I, Possibly, yeah. And maybe it was eighty. Maybe it was in the nineties, but it was an eighties themed mm-hmm. prom. I don't know. What's with that the prom being... themes? Have I asked this before? Because I think this has come up. Huh? This, has this come up in another one of our teen things? Or have I just seen this in other movies and silently wondered, are proms ever themed? Like, I know. Yeah. Well, okay. In terms of costumes, though. Not I think costumes, I think, like, but... our prom had, like, a Billy Joel song as a theme. And it was, mm-hmm. like, something. I don't know. But, I mean, like, everyone wore outfits from the year that we were in school. Like, there was no costumes for prom. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't think. We're competing with other um, proms in the county. Like, that's a new concept. Again, I'm yeah. from a small town, so I don't know how normal high schools do um, stuff. But. I don't think we had any competition. Again, like, I wore, like, a 19th or century tuxedo. Because you're um, you. Well, me. Yeah. But um, I think we had, like... Oh, you know what? We did wear stars. Oh. Because I think it was like Night of a Thousand Stars. Huh. And so we all had to make like a star lapel, like lapel pins or whatever. Oh, interesting. I do remember that. Huh. But that was about it. Okay. But that's not a whole okay. costume. A different, I mean, different high schools have, yeah. Some, so like, I will say, I th- I feel like in a city that has less things to do, like they compete on stuff like that, you mm. know, f- rival football. Because we didn't have a rival football. I mean, we I guess we did probably. I don't know. I had we had a rival golf. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I don't know about that part. This was a Chicago city. I mean, it was a suburb, but yeah, interesting. But I mean, I I I could have I could see Chicago doing it. Yeah, it depends on what kind of a. This seemed like a pretty high 
floating school. Yeah. Like the scene, the school seemed to have money. Yeah, I agree. Um, so it's possible um, that people would just. I've just never heard of someone being like, at my prom, I want as Barbie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or for like sure. a Shakespeare well, character. For, one thing I was going to say about this. So this seems more dated to me than Jeremy Choir. I would agree with that. So because chasing youth culture also, yeah. and youth culture always ages like milk. Yeah, sure. yeah. So like, I think I think when we're talking about Jerry Maguire, because Jerry Maguire seems like my big fat Greek wedding scenes before Jerry Maguire <laughs> in my head, uh-huh. like chronologically, and and it was weird because like I think it was because. The mid, we're, like we were talking about, the mid '90s was the most neutral. Yes, and so like we're back in the bubblegum yeah era, the pre Y2K era. Yeah, it's, it's kind of the Y2K era. The, the the first idea for prom was millennium, yeah. <laughs> which is yeah, which is oh. so not gonna <laughs> probably. You're right. The other group did another thing. Yeah, I don't think any other high school is gonna do millennium <laughs> in 1999 freaking morons um <laughs> but yeah like but that was a joke I, I, that, yeah. that was obviously a joke mm-hmm. um i was gonna say like the high school students I, oh i was gonna say so like I, I i was talking about there's another like now we're getting into another goofy time period mm-hmm. in in fashion because during the pandemic I, I was telling you this yeah. before we even started watching this where they um you know everything was so practical during yeah comfortable comfortable because nobody's going to the office you didn't have to look good but now people are doing like goofy stuff like people are have these the big red boot right now i haven't Um, seen those yet i have to um yeah they well because it's like based on astro boy which is an anime from the um do you know astro boy i don't if you saw him you'd be like yeah but and many there's like a shoe that looks like Minnie mouse right uh, like her purple mm-hmm. shoe that she oh yeah it's a big red boot yeah it's like cosplaying mickey mouse shoes sort of yeah so um they're the big rage right now are they so. comfortable is that why it's like a it's a marriage between comfort of the pandemic but like having fun leaving the house or do you know like the origin behind it um i don't know i think they're literally like I think they're 3D printed or something, or I just read that right now. Um, I doubt they they're. I mean, printed. actually, they look comfy. Mm-hmm. They, I, they just, but they're so big and they look, re- they look right. like they're out of a cartoon. Which some late 90s and early 2000s shoe wear, kind of whether it was iridescent or remember those Skechers where it was like shiny. The shiny yeah. Skechers, oh, I want to say in like 96, everything 97. Everything was shiny. I know, though. I know, but like, like these were like patent leather and yeah. then they were like ridiculous not wedges but just huge soles yeah yeah i remember those yeah. i mean yeah but but anyways like i f- i feel like yeah during this era especially seeing um josie's first outfit mm-hmm. was all white like i don't know where she got that from she said that it was a throwaway line where i forget molly shannon's character's name but uh she was like kill molly shannon's character's name for picking out this outfit mm. but even it didn't feel like a, the character of molly like molly shannon's character was it so sexy and va va boom and but in a business was, professional casual way kind but of, she was of, wearing leopard. a lot of reds too. yeah leopards yeah. reds um so like the white thing something about the styling of 
Josie, especially before she got quote unquote popular, mm-hmm. is from the makeup to the hair to the outfits. Yes, she doesn't know what she's doing and she's going to make errors. But like to me, it almost felt like Josie was like 40 going back to high school. Yeah. She was so out it of re- touch. It, and I think they were like, fuck, we have to make her 25. Yeah. Like, let's change the script. We can't have her. Yeah, because no one would pass for. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, like, I love Drew Barrymore, but she does not look like a high school student. Like, nor did David Arquette. Nor did David Arquette. <laughs> he played 23. He didn't even look 23. He didn't even look 23. Drew Barrymore, I believe, to be in her 20s. 20s I think she was yeah. at the time. but um, she, For sure. And, and I mean, I, th- I don't think David Arquette was 30 yet, but he was not 23. Yeah. He was but married guess, to Courtney Cox by this time. Right. Like, he was not 23. But I guess also at the same time. <laughs> None of the actors look like, except That's for like true. maybe Jessica Alba and like. But she's probably eighteen or twenty. She is probably, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like she's still not. I mean, I guess eighteen, but like she's probably twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Most of them were probably twenty to <laughs> I mean, twenty-three. Kind of a joke, but with like Greece or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, like wasn't how Stalker Channing supposed she to was be? Like a, twenty-eight, wasn't she, yeah. or something? Or Andrea Zuckerman on nine oh two one oh was twenty-nine, yes. playing a sixteen-year-old. Yeah. I, you know what? It's so funny because, like, some people are, like, they talk about that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess so. But, like, I don't really think about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm fine with, you know, I'm I'm mostly fine with that. But I think the, the issue was that this is supposed to be at least somewhat believable. So I, I guess it's, it's hard to, like, get into the movie because of that, like, for yeah. me in my head. But I suspended disbelief I, mm-hmm. I i really truly did though let's suspend the disbelief the teacher <laughs> we were okay so we just there's watched, a lot to unpack there <laughs> we just watched um the color purple yes we did a double header today but yes um, very different movie very, very different, different movie vibes. very different vibes but we did talk a lot we about were, age in that but we were too. like oh my god this is that is like a bygone era where underage or at least we're having the conversation now. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it I still so, happens. Yeah. But we were and having they did the frown upon it in the yes. movie. But it was like, oh my god, like theoretically. I, yeah, it. I feel so many different types of ways about it because, like, it wasn't technically wrong because she is twenty five, mm-hmm. and I think he knew he called that out the first time they met. Was yes. like, are you really? Are like, you sure? And like, I think there is something about like you can sort of see people like when you age a little bit you see the way your peers age you know you can better clock people's ages Mm -hmm. you're like oh i have those lines around my eyes or oh Mm -hmm. like i've matured in this way or like whatever so i think that is what was kind of going on like his first instincts were right but um there's i'm sorry if you're attracted to someone you're teaching you need to shut that down i and i will take it a step further even if you guys are yeah just in general, I mean, because you have to think about professors in college too, or in our uh, improv, community, improv community, that's a messy, messy thing it, in a lot of ways. It happens a lot, yeah. yeah. So, like, I kind of generally am not like a fan of just that. Power, like, it's a power dynamic. Yeah, it's a power dynamic. Yeah, one hundred percent. So I don't. Um, so yeah, it's kind of funny how we're like 
and uh, well at least that doesn't happen anymore and that story well yeah yeah it does but the thing that what drove me nuts about it was like okay the ferris wheel thing fine whatever yeah that's a little weird it's a little romantic but i guess at an event like that maybe you would have a conversation with a teacher or a teacher would do a student a solid and not have them ride alone it's a little creepy but the prom dance creeped me out way more because that's so blatant and, and it was like out in the open and like yes. you would never the cool this is here's a we we'll circle back to this point but Josie's a terrible journalist terrible reporter yes um and in that she would as a cool girl or trying to aspire to be a cool girl she wouldn't dance with her teacher I'm not saying she'd be rude to him but like and the kids would be making fun of that because that's weird yeah. I remember there were girls at my school that were totally crushed on and vice versa. Obviously yeah. I did too with my teachers, mm-hmm. and, which isn't great, but yeah, but that actually, but if it actually happened, yeah, especially on the open. Right. Get, call the paddy wagon. But yeah. like, it feels like too though, like in those, okay, there was a teacher who got fired or actually resigned because he was starting to have an affair with a student mm-hmm. when I was in high school. Sure. But um, it was the year I graduated, though, so, like, I was literally out the door when he was quitting type thing. But um, I feel like there was just more inappropriate dynamics yeah. in general because we weren't talking about it as a culture even not that long ago in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just kind of like this movie, if it was released now, would be making headlines. But in 1999, no one yeah. was talking about this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like that wasn't, it was kind of like a, mm, that's bad, but there's bigger fish to fry mm-hmm. right. kind of yeah. like mentality that was in the culture. Not yeah. to mention there's a lot of, even the, um, the, the guy in the van, when the girls are going into the school, when he's looking at the pin and stuff, because yeah. this was also the era of um, the roughly, I don't know if it was exactly in 1999, but when Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen were underage, there was literal countdowns oh in bars, counting down the days until they became 18. That's so weird. But that's, that's what was in culture. Yeah. It was not as inappropriate to lust after young girls. So, Everyone yeah. had a crush on Britney Spears when she was 16. Yeah. Grown ass men did. That's the same year, yeah. you know, that she really burst onto the scene. It's so it's like times have changed but they've also changed a lot in the Mm -hmm. past five to ten years we're reframing every conversation we've ever had as humans and yeah calling stuff out it's pretty crazy Mm -hmm. yeah well so beyond that moral (laughs) quandary the other moral quandary is like an undercover i get an undercover cop Mm -hmm. to bust a drug ring yes yeah Sure. sure happens it but going undercover to look for, for a story <laughs> ju- to, yeah to not have a story but just go undercover and wing it and try to not the most professional no, there's no reason why that would work no not because at all. it's you it's also don't, borderline entrapment exactly yeah and the thing is these people another thing is you're recording minors i know <laughs> Uh, I mean, like, I know they're not broadcasting it. I know sure. they're not broadcasting it. But they're it. recording it. That is against the law. It doesn't matter It doesn't matter it. if you broadcast it exactly. or not. And I know that they're not um, doing anything salacious for the most part. But, I mean, underage drinking. Yeah. For sure. Exactly. Um, 
it's just icky. Like even mm-hmm. if it, say it's not illegal, it's icky. Like that sucks. Like recording well, isn't it illegal to that. record someone without their consent? I know that's I sort of audio, changed. Okay. Or I mean, it depends on if it's a public place. Like in a public place, you can record anything. I think. I mean, according I to know. TikTok, you can't because that's how all these people get busted for like oh. crimes against yelling at people. I mean, like people are always like Karens in the wild, like that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, people are always recording bad behaviors and putting it on TikTok and stuff. And yeah. Some and people so have lost their jobs over it. Legal. Yeah. Yeah. OK. But but anyways, either way, just like God, it almost seems like at no point did I feel like she felt bad about any of that. No, I don't think she did. Like I, I, I agree. That like she didn't feel guilty until literally the end when her friends that she made that were cool were going to put the Alpo on the first friend that she yeah, made. Yeah, the first friend that Lili, she made. Lily And I'm like, that's so weird. Like the thing is that Gary Marshall is the one who tells them mm-hmm. to do this. Mm-hmm. And it's like you could be sued. You could be sued for this. Yeah. Like, there's no reason. Because I was, I was telling you, there was a 29 year old woman in New Jersey mm-hmm. who did this thing. She was in a high school for four days, and this was recent. This was months ago, mm-hmm. like maybe three months ago, and she enrolled. And luckily, the kids had the wherewithal to be like. <laughs> I know that this is a 29-year-old woman. I know. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes you could question. Listen, I went to some... Some kids had full... I had a kind of a beard when mm. I, I was in high school, I'll, I'll admit. Even as a 17-year-old. But, like... Your ah. instincts are usually right, though. Yeah, That's the funny part. Even right. if, like, you're not right about what you think you're right, if something feels amiss, something's mm-hmm. amiss. Whether yeah. you can pinpoint it or not. And then, so, like, I actually, I watched some of the interviews of the kids who were mm-hmm. talking about it. And they were like, I was, it's so scary to me. And they were like, I don't even want to go back to school. Like, this did, freak- why did this woman enroll, though? They don't know. I okay. mean, they, it could be human trafficking. Oof, oof. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. I mean, I didn't want to go to school to begin with, but I wouldn't want to go to school because that's like I'm surprised because the one thing that's also bonkers. Well, there's a few other things that are bonkers about this movie, mm-hmm. but one of the things are <laughs> you called it out best when David Arquette en- uh, enrolled, and you were like, mm-hmm. "Did they just let anyone enroll in high school? Yeah. Like what?" But I feel like in 1999, they had, computers. It, they had okay. computers, but I don't think everybody's data was all over like as searchable. You know what I mean? Like, or I don't think every administrator who used a computer would know it backwards and forwards. The internet was, it's that weird nebulous time before the internet was kind of as we know it today. So I can see like things getting flagged later on, but not Mm -hmm. up front. But the fact that this other woman in New Jersey did this kind of recently is insane. Yeah. So her name was, uh, Hai Jung Shin. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I think yeah, this was in New Brunswick. Oh, I know where that is. New Jersey. Yeah. Okay. Um, she used a fake birth certificate, so oh, she had she had to use a fake birth birth certificate uh, and other false documents too. And yeah, everybody was. So this is from the news report. Uh, students say they don't feel safe and staged a protest at school Wednesday. Uh, you know upset that they yeah. left this woman in there and 
And um, yeah, so seeing it happen in real life and seeing the actual ramifications, like ramifications, yeah. like the the kids were scared. And at the end of this movie, all the kids. They're like friends of her. They're cheering on her love life. <laughs> and they're like, woohoo, yay. Like, it's like, I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's different times or whatever, but. I think, I think the point of that, and it, look, this is a little flimsy, but I do think because she was so vulnerable in her writing, because Molly Shannon had mm-hmm. that like throwaway line, like people feel like they know you here. Yeah. So I think that vulnerability got everyone back on her side, but it's a little bit of a stretch. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. In- including the teacher coming because you you when she, he didn't show up after the five minutes you were like i don't blame him <laughs> i don't blame him because he's like oh my god i got entrapped in a crime that he didn't really commit but kind of really... wanted to be kind of wanted to commit exactly. yeah kind of probably labeled as a creep yep. by some people mm-hmm. and okay I'm not going to go out in front of a bunch of people and admit that I was attracted to the woman that I thought was 17, 17. who turns out 25. I'm a teacher. Let me teach your students. Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) It's like, well, now I have a taste for it. Jesus. Um, You know, and then practice makes perfect. (laughs) And then bonkers doing it in public. I know. That's a big suspension of, I mean, it's movies, it's fun, whatever, but it's like, read the reality, no. I don't want to know these people in real yeah. life. I mean, yeah, the, the this, hardly any, I, I, like, none of this was based in reality. The party that they went to, where she ate the pot brownie. Oh, at the club, at, at the, the club, club that was all ages, but her teacher was there. Was I'm there. sorry, yes. but it's like, I get creeped out if I'm in an establishment, and I think that, like, everyone's in college. And I exactly. want to leave immediately. Yeah. If I was someone's teacher, I would... and they were dancing to a Rothfuss, Rothfuss I can't talk today, um, band, they, they, I, I would be so weirded out watching those girls try to sexy mimic dance what the guys were doing on stage. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I would be like, I'd be out of here. And if I was that woman's or that man's, uh, uh, Michael Varton, that was his name. I forget. Uh, Mr. Coolidge. Uh, if I was his girlfriend, who's supposed to be mm-hmm. this posh upper crust lady, Hey, what the hell is she? I mean, she didn't like being there. She made that clear. But, like, that's a red flag if it's, like, this is my student, Josie Geller. Uh, yeah. Hanging out with us at this bar, club, whatever like, it is. Yeah. That's like a, okay, I'm dating a man child. Bye. <laughs> Let's leave immediately. I know. And she was like, uh, why did you bring me here? She probably has been saying that the entire... Listen, yeah. I, I get it. She's really stuck up. And I, you know... Obviously, and they were just trying to make her, yeah, look, yeah. it was a device that was sort of like, let's make her a shrew, but yeah. I mean, which I'm but not she for, but was not, she was right, she was right. Yeah, she was not <laughs> off base at all. She was like, this is weird, there's, like, you're, I'm trying to think, uh, There, okay, there are a couple of all ages clubs that are still around that I will go to, but for the most part, mm-hmm. I'm, going, I'm going to just to be safe, if I know I'm a teacher and I'm still in my school district, yeah. I know, right? Yeah, bet. I am not going to go to that place. No, I have a friend um, from my hometown who became a teacher and he, you know, was so 
weird, almost to an unnor like to an extent that wasn't necessary, unnecessary. That's what I was trying to say. Of just trying to protect his privacy, which I do get. But he would also like bump into his students at the movie theater and stuff. And he was pretty gracious about it. But I think it was a little awkward to know that like if you go to a place like a chain restaurant or a movie theater, you're going to bump into your students. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He would never go to a club with them. Ever. And I know that for a fact. Yeah. I would I would die of shock if he ended well, up I mean, in this plot. Listen. <laughs> Not only that, but guess what? Well, I know in Josie's case it's different, but like students, mm-hmm. if I saw a teacher, I, I don't, don't want, care. That's what not a cool club. Doing. That's not a cool club if my teacher is yes. there. Also, it was bright in that club. Yeah. What and people could have conversations. Yeah. I'm like, what club are they going to that has full overhead lights? Anyways. You can hear someone about yeah. being like, what? With the loud band playing. Yeah. I, it's like people have never been to concerts whenever people have conversations at concerts. Yeah. I'm like, are you serious? I f- uh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with this. I had fun. There's Some of my favorite people were in this. Yep. Octavia Spencer. I know. That's who I was, was dying like, when we brought her up. Uh, like you said, we did a double header. So we were just talking about the color purple, purple. which brought up the, the, help, the help a little yeah. bit. And I'm like, but I love Octavia Spencer so much, which is true. I think mm-hmm. she's a national treasure. Yeah. And she's so small, though. I wish she had a bigger part. But yeah. I know, but it's still nice yeah. to just see her. But I'm like, oh, I know she's in this movie. But I didn't know that until a few years ago when I rewatched it. I was like, oh, <gasps> that's one of my favorites. So oh, crazy. my God. And then John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Which is like, this is a two years after Boogie Nights. Yeah. Um, so yeah. like he definitely had a career, but and he was in other stuff too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like he wasn't stepbrothers or yeah, I mean, yeah, you he know, was he wasn't all, all yeah. like he, he became something completely yeah. bigger, you know, and um, just kind of felt Molly Shannon. Molly Shannon, of course. Great. Um, yeah. Jessica Alba was great. I love, I, I love David Arquette. He always has that mm-hmm. goofy energy. And honestly, I will say his energy was so young. Yeah. I was like, he's Admit, more he committed. Yeah. He was great. Like he was, it was a great performance. Yeah. By him. It was for and, sure. Yeah. So, um, the guy from um, Together. <laughs> yeah, the, we were talking about like, that. That's what it was called. Together with a with a, uh, with a numeral two. And yeah, then together um, or gather. I don't know. Uh, for those of you, there was a late '90s, early 2000s um, mockumentary kind of uh, making of the band boy band type thing, and he was in it along with Chris Farley's brother, and. I was telling Clark uh, on TikTok, some guy brought up one of their songs and talked about how the music was actually really good because it was a very well done parody of a boy band. And Mm -hmm. I was literally, I mean, I was stoned to be fair, but I was crying just listening to the lyrics of like um, the worst part of breaking up is getting back your stuff, which is one of their songs. I'm like, good Lord. And their other song was um, you plus me equals calculus. Right. I know my calculus. You plus me equals us. I know my calculus. That's what it was. It needs to be. I wonder if it's on Paramount Plus or something because it's like so many MTV shows are on there. It's so it was weirdly well done. And I actually did like the kid that was the he was like bad, bad kid. Oh, the the popular guy. Yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought he was pretty, pretty good as that. 
part and yeah he reminded me of people i actually went to high school with like honestly yeah. i like the casting a lot in yeah. this besides the ludicrous elements of this movie part of what does work about it is like i know these kids from mm-hmm. high school i felt like what i liked about yeah the guy character he was kind of a doofus but he was so confident no mm-hmm. one noticed but yeah. that's kind of the cool guy in high school that's not a jock but kind of just like i'm cool i'm kind of a rock star but i'm kind of talking about nothing i knew you know some of the caddy girls i knew um you know the bro-y guys and even like lily soboliski's character was so charming because even though she was a super nerd she had dimension she She had goals she had a sweet personality she wasn't feeling sorry for herself Right. She wasn't that. She was happy in her own lane, sort of. I mean, she kind of wanted to fit in a little bit. There was some of that, but she wasn't trying to be someone she wasn't, though. Right. And I do appreciate that because I think that's a lot of people that are not in those types of cliques. She reminded me of a girl I'd hang out with, Mm -hmm. honestly, in high school. Yeah. She reminded me of my friend Sam from high school. Yeah. Yeah. Also, as I was watching this, I'm like, oh, this is why newspaper print... (laughs) Went out of business because they were story. spending, I don't know, the, a surveillance van. I know. Also, when is she working? Oh, How I, does she go to the office? So I think some of that was like answered. But again, it was kind of in this blink and you miss it line where John C. Riley says, I'm not holding your job for you. So this was like a new job where she was going to be being a reporter, but someone else was going to take her copywriter job. Okay. And then she, I guess, would come after school to do the meetings or whatever. Okay. That was the... I only really, truly picked up on that this go-around. Yeah, I mean, it's a suspension of disbelief, for sure. Because I'm like, if you get out at 3 o'clock, you don't have time to... No, but I think sometimes um, back in the day when we had more newspapers, I do think those could be late hours sometimes. But she was just such a bad reporter, though. It's so funny. There's something of that era because a year later, Gilmore Girls premiered and Rory Gilmore famously wanted to be a journalist Mm -hmm. and was also equally famously not that good at it. Yeah. And she was similar, bookish, a little shy. Yeah. Needed to get more sure of herself. Like, there's a lot of parallels. And I'm like, what is it with the Y2K girls wanting to, in media, wanting to be journalists who yeah. are just, don't have that I know. demeanor to do that. Like, just because you're smart doesn't mean you can be out in the world asking riveting questions. Right. So that's a different school. Uh, sorry, that's a different skill set. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I agree with that because there are some people that I believe, I mean, I've met them in my life that are like super fun and interesting, but like they don't, they don't know what's interesting to other people though. Yes. In some ways or, or whatever. Or don't know how to have social grace to get the answers yeah. from people or get the sound bites or whatever it is you need. Yeah, exactly. And... But then there's some people who who absolutely have that, and absolutely. yeah, it, it's you could tell, yeah, it's just like it's there. Um, but yeah, no, she's not a good journalist, and also it's still it, it, like I'm gonna go back to it. How could you? I'm gonna just put myself into a situation, and a story will emerge. 
There's nothing that... Especially when I'm going back to ground zero of the place where I was most miserable, miserable and had yeah. the least control over. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to control a story and blend in fine. Yeah. Even though she's never even addressed those core wounds. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. And also I'm going to drive this car. Like, why was she driving that car? So anyway. many people would drive their parents' Buicks or like hand-me-downs. Like, so. like, you don't need the cool car whatever that was i think it was supposed to be a cool or laid back car persona but i mean like i think it was just a plot device to introduce rob i guess so yeah yeah it's true anyways uh and then yeah they had a party it was at rob's house then right or or i think he still lived with his parents maybe but his parents were out of town because that was their childhood home hence it was her childhood bedroom So I don't know if he just That's threw right. it at the parents' house or if yeah. he was still living there. I think maybe the subtext was he was still living there. Still, but That's what I thought, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which at 23 is not bananas. Yeah, no. It's By not. 1999 standards, it kind of was. There was like a lot of like um, you have to go to like a prestigious college mm-hmm. and get a prestigious job. And there was a lot of classism, I think, being kind of promoted. Mm-hmm. But I mean, no, 23 is still hella young. Yeah. Yeah, you can be true. getting if you're 23 out there it's okay do what you need to do get your mm-hmm. life together it's yeah in, in your own time it's fine mm-hmm. exactly but wild ride her assistant in the or the secretary the oh, guy yeah. um his name is um sean whalen and he has been getting some traction on TikTok. I feel like I'm talking about TikTok a lot this episode, yeah, but wow. uh, I don't know. I haven't been on it in Uh-oh. weeks, uh, and I even have a few accounts. And I've been neglecting them, but that's that's a whole thing. But anyway, um, he did a countdown because he's one of those working actors where he's been in kind of like everything. He's like the Sherman almost. Yeah, like, yeah. like he's just kind of everywhere. And he did a really sweet countdown. I don't remember how many people it was. Maybe like 20 of the nicest people he met in Hollywood. Oh, wow. That he worked with, right? And most didn't have super involved stories. But when he got to number one, he made a whole three-minute video to explain why this was his number one. And it was Drew Barrymore. Oh, sweet. I knew you'd like it. But it gets even better Mm -hmm. because what he said was somehow he was in some movie that I'm not placing. And uh, Drew Barrymore and her... um, uh, production partner because this was one of their films Mm -hmm. uh knew him from something and Mm -hmm. they loved him from something and they even had his headshot somehow and when he came in to audition for something uh he nancy i think that's the the woman who's also married to jimmy fallon i think like Mm -hmm. drew's partner is married to jimmy fallon and uh i think her name is nancy but i'm spacing on her last name and so anyway she like held him for a while because Drew was coming back to the office mm-hmm. and was so excited to see him. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. she was a fan of him, which kind of blew him away because yeah. she's the girl from ET for crying out loud, yeah. you know? And um, so when he gets this role, he actually got a lot of input with it because initially i don't remember all of it but it was i think he was supposed to be a way grosser character like cruddy Mm -hmm. and just like really not fun to watch and Mm -hmm. he was like well can we humanize him a little he can be a little sleazy and kind of full of himself but jokes on him more versus like yeah you know and 
he loved how much collaboration that they kind of gave him. Because, you know, as an actor, sometimes you get pigeonholed in the stuff that just doesn't feel human. And I think that's in the initial draft. That's kind of who that guy was. So they let him like kind of ad lib and and then they brought him back for other projects and they were just so kind to him. And I'm like, that's an amazing Hollywood story. And it tracks because, I mean, Drew Barrymore is the goddess of Hollywood Mm -hmm. as far as most people are concerned. So I think so. I'm so bummed that her show doesn't tape out here. I know. If it, it had a few where it did in Griffin Park, but um, it was like a special. Yeah. Oh, there was one at Paramount, I think, also. Either which way, though, there was a reunion of this movie where I think they had Molly Shannon on it. Okay. And then they actually replicated the baseball thing where they started playing Don't Worry Baby and Michael Vartan came from the audience oh, wow. up onto the stage and they gave this really long hug and they had this like very emotional conversation mm-hmm. and he just adored her and they all talked about what a fun time filming yeah. this was. So I'm like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Even oh, for a bonkers movie, it sounds like they all had a good time and... Yeah. And the crowd went wild because people do love this movie. Like, it is a soft spot for I, a lot of people. So, like, yeah, the I crowd a, went nuts when he did that. My sister loves this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of... Yeah. There's so many people I know that love this movie. So... And it makes sense to a certain extent. I, I do think there's mm-hmm. some better movies during this era, but... Yeah. 100%. It's fun. It was fun. It was funny. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. You know? Maybe not as funny as like, yeah. But it's fun. I think it's, that was the yeah. good word for sure. Yeah, it's fun. But I think if, uh, yeah, if I were to rank it, I, I would probably rank it just below. Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't rank it that far below uh, Bel- Mean Girls. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that was funny. Do you have any other notes or? Uh- the club thing, the outfits. If I did, I'm not thinking of it. Yeah. I think we covered all the important parts, though. It's bananas and... Yeah, it's... But a, fun. Fun yeah. bananas. Yeah, it's bananas. And and it's weird to think about... Yeah, this came out in 1999. We've watched a few movies from this exact mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of weird that all those movies came out pretty much in the same year like which movie oh american pie american pie uh she's all that right it's 99 i think so yeah so like it's that and this is the best one of those three in my oh for sure (laughs) in my opinion and then when was mean girls 2004 oh that was later yeah oh never mind okay that makes sense now can't Um, hardly wait was 98 oh 98 okay yeah um yeah yeah so um uh, we get a lot of these um, teen movies from this era. Yeah, we're and... almost done too, because I think Varsity Blues is the last yeah one. And then there's none. <laughs> Maybe so, not for this podcast, though. I mean, because yeah, no, either we both have seen yeah. the other stuff, or it yeah. just didn't make as big of a splash. I'm just kidding. To be yeah. parodied in uh, not another teen movie. It was a good palate cleanser after watching The Color Purple. I, guess. I know. Honestly, I was sort of thinking, and I was like, you know what, though? Like, if it was reversed, like, if we watched this before The Color Purple, that would have been, I think, a lot more jarring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we would have been like, okay, this is a ridiculous movie about almost statutory rape. Sure. And then, um, 
And now let's watch a movie about everything that's gone wrong in our country yeah, <laughs> and the right. oppression of people. Cool. Oh, but what I will, what I will say though, speaking of a near a statutory, all the things, I did think it was interesting and wise, but a little still confusing. And I'll back that up. But um, that Drew Barrymore or Josie never kissed Guy, and David Arquette's character mm. never seemed to kiss whatever her name was and um it's just interesting because in high school you would think a a guy like guy would be trying to already sleep with i'm glad i I understand why they because they were adults so i'm glad that Mm -hmm. the line was never technically crossed they just went on dates which is still creepy Mm -hmm. when you think about it yeah but it's not like okay but I'm like, oh, it's not the most believable thing because it's like how I mean that girl was ready to have sex, and I don't yeah. even think they kissed. No, I didn't and, see it if they did. Right, and Guy and Josie were in the room alone, and he didn't even kiss her. He didn't It'd even, be one thing to not right. try to like shag her right then and there, sure. maybe, but like that was pretty crazy. I like think we it wasn't even like a kiss on the head, even yeah. like it was just kind of like a, okay, we're we're going to prom and I'm totally digging you. Bye. Because <laughs> like, I even noted that I was like, oh shit, I thought that was going to go way worse. Yeah. And it didn't. So That's why when you were like in the preview review, like, did she date a student? I'm like, well, no, but I'm thinking, well, she almost dates a teacher and she does go to prom with a student and mm-hmm. her brother also gets in on the act and goes to prom with a younger student and yeah, even younger student. 16 year old. Yeah. yeah so, um, they pretty, yeah, it's magical thinking that like, that obstacle wouldn't have come up, I guess is what I'm trying to say, but I'm glad that they didn't make a whole plot point about trying to avoid being kissed by these people. (laughs) It's a lot of mental gymnastics. Right. See, and it's kind of funny because like with movies like this and like, sometimes I'm like, I would rather just have like a complete fan. There's a certain amount of, disbelief i'll mm-hmm. have it depends on the world like this world is seemingly in our world yeah it's not like a different reality so i think like with like like with you know indiana jones or like star wars i'm like oh this is a completely different mm-hmm. world it's kind of rooted uh, like indiana jones i guess is but uh, yeah i guess i'm thinking more like star wars but um yeah i don't know so it's kind of yeah it's interesting yeah for sure but, yeah yeah, that was it. Um, next week we're watching. Is it Swingers? Is that next week? Is that, I believe so. Is that what wow. I said earlier today? I my memory, guys. I'm gonna start. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to do some things to get my brain working again. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that one because that's something I know why I avoided, but I think I'd appreciate it mm-hmm. now. So I'm excited. Mm. Why did why you avoid it? Do you think? I don't think it just would have appealed to a young girl, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, um, and I never sought it out. Uh, but I, I, as an adult, a real adult now, I'm like, Oh, that looks interesting. I'll watch it. So I'm in the best position to watch that one for sure. But all right, guys, if you want, or not even if you want, I demand subscribe to us. I politely demand actually. Um, and on TikTok and YouTube at Let's Finally Watch It. And you can follow me on social media at Blairosaurus underscore Rex. Pretty much everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I am Other Clarksy on all the social medias. And we'll be uh, back next week to watch Swingers. So come back. Yes. Come back. Come, come back. back. Okay. I'll talk to you guys Bye. later. Bye. <laughs>
Thank you.